Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallow podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. This week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. It's a Gemma and James show. Gemma and James show. <laughs> Never sure what you're going to get with us, do you? Oh, nope, not just... even me. <laughs> Before we start, actually, if um, if anybody hears any drilling or any uh, machine type sounds, then we're doing a bit of drilling out in the garden. So uh, it's uh, my mum's boyfriend is putting something up. So if there's any electronical noises like that, then please ignore them and apologies. <laughs> and and I would echo the same because one of my neighbours has been taking the uh, plaster off the outside of his house. So if there is any noise like that, that that's that's their doing, not mine. Yes, exactly. We can only work miracles sometimes, not all of the time. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, exactly. So very true. <laughs> so anyway, James, I daren't ask, but how have you been this week? Uh, illness is still still plaguing me, as one would expect, but I have managed to sneak in some interesting film watching uh, as part of this time. Uh, how how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I've actually had quite an, an eventful week, let's say. So since we last spoke, um, it's technically two weeks, but, you know, the listeners don't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. Not that I would ever call them listeners, eh, James? <laughs> no, no. I mean, you should hear the things she does refer to as ne- never listeners. It's never anything as pleasant and kind as listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> but uh yeah, so I mean I've got a couple of stories so I can go into those. Yeah, or and well, one thing that I have done this week is I went to see my friend who I'd not seen for about 5 years due to the fact that me and a mutual friend of ours uh kind of fell out. Right. We um we kind of stopped talking. You know, like, so me and this friend that I saw the other day, I thought to myself, I didn't want to put her in the middle. So right, I yeah. kind of kind of reached out to her and said at the time, you know, I'll back off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, but anyway, that was really nice. It was me and her daughter and obviously my friend as well. And we went to Swanage for the day. Nice, which was nice. A- yeah, it was absolutely lovely. And it was a gorgeous day as well. So the sun was shining. This was on last Saturday. So that was really, really fun. And Swanage is kind of like a town that time forgot. So it's got a lot of localised shops, 
which are really great. Um, mm. But there's not a lot of high street shops as well, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I think they've got like three high street shops, you know, like the main the main ones like new look or boots or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like a real fisherman's sea seaside kind of town. So yeah, it's very fun. We had a lot of, lot of fun. So yeah, we went into, Oh God, I can't remember. We went into a fish and chip shop anyway, because you know, we're by the seaside and uh, yeah, we sat in there and there was a guy dressed up as a pirate. Cause there was a pirates festival going on. <laughs> Oh, it was brilliant. Bit though. odd, bit odd, bit random, but you know. Well, it's it, it's not because there was a pirate festival going on. Like it would be a bit odd, odd and random if uh, it was just an everyday wear. But yeah. Just, well, well, I just meant the pirate festival was a bit odd and random. Um, no, not really, not really for this area. It's like like okay. Dorset. Yeah, it's because it's like coming up to like half term and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they do a lot of pirate and smuggling type things in this area. So, yeah. So to me, it doesn't seem odd at all. But, yeah, I can I can see what you mean now from an yeah. outsider looking in. <laughs> we, yeah. You did say it was the land that time forgot. So, <laughs> yeah. But also like Weymouth as well. We do uh, mm-hmm. a pirate themed things as well, because it's there's a lot of history of like smuggling and uh pirating and stuff like that in this area so yeah yeah nice Nice bit of uh of uh criminality on the high seas well yeah that's the one (laughs) we didn't just start the plague we also (laughs) are pirates (laughs) yeah those are two things you really want on your advertising don't you (laughs) i don't know what you mean james we're so proud of those two things moving on (laughs) and a naked man on the grass you know the sun giant i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Um, at least i understood what you meant somebody listening to this like naked man on grass what (laughs) (laughs) and we all go and sit on his willy (laughs) (laughs) oh dear no we we don't because there's a giant hill and i cannot be asked to walk up that hill so there we have it but uh yeah i think with regards to my week, I think that's the main thing that I've done that's this good. week. That's yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. But did you want me to tell you a couple of stories or did we, did you want to go into what films you've been watching first? And Well, I, my films will not be of that great interest to people, but I've just tried. Really? To, I mean, I watched the, I watched the friends reunion. Uh, yeah. That was a bit of a, bit of a, a letdown, if I'm honest. Everyone was going on about what a wonderful sort of show thing it'd be to watch. But I was rather disappointed. It just felt like the weird add-ons to a, to a, to a box set. And yeah, it, it seemed like they tried to just cram things in and it didn't really work as, uh, as expected. I've got to be honest, James Corden was not a good host. He was too loud. Mm. Um, I don't and, like James Corden at the best of times anyway, though, to be honest. Yeah, he he just seemed too loud for it. Really, it would have personally if I'd been doing it, I would have run it differently. But I would have got somebody who maybe a bit a bit more of the time as a host, and probably an American host, maybe somebody like Conan O'Brien, somebody like that. Um, although, sorry to interrupt, but although um, James Corden is actually an American host over there at the moment, anyway. 
That's he's, true. He is. Yeah. But, uh, a naturalized citizen, a, 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 an actual, you know, American uh, talk show host. I would have probably yeah. chosen over him. I mean, Matthew Perry just looked out of it, the poor guy. Uh, whether he's got. Well, some, I read something about somebody saying they thought they had a stroke at one point. And I know they're saying they'd had dental work, which explained the quite obvious false teeth he seems to now have. But he mm. just did not look, out of all of them, he did not look a, a specimen of health. Interestingly, the people who looked the most unchanged were David Swimmer and Lisa Kudrow, who pretty much could have, you know, easily gone back into playing the parts on their appearance. But. And Jennifer Aniston to the, certainly look, you know, to a degree, but yeah, it wasn't a bad thing to watch, but it just, a few things will live up to what you expect them to be because there'd been so much hype around that. Yeah. Um, and another thing I watched again, top of hype, because I'll just touch on these sort of two things I watched was I rewatched the Zack Snyder's Justice League. So I got it on Blu-ray. And again, this is something that's had a lot of hype now. I enjoyed it a lot, and I found the the limited thing they had on as an extra feature. It's just interesting to watch, but it's one of these things that it's done well, but obviously you're always going to get people who say it's not as good as what it was built up to be. And interestingly, on the the Blu-ray release, you don't watch it as one massive four-hour piece. They actually split it onto two discs, so you can take that much. You can take that much-needed two-hour toilet break. Um, <laughs> <in> the desk and... <laughs> yeah because i haven't i haven't watched um uh, either either version yet mm-hmm. so um yeah because i just well i mean i will eventually i will eventually watch it because you know but it's just kind of finding the time isn't it just because mm-hmm. what i've just been binge watching a program called Shit's creek mm-hmm. which I absolutely love and uh, sorry to step on your review moment here, but um, it's, it's kind of got all the feels. So it's like really, really funny, but it also like, it makes you kind of want to cry at times as well, because you like either feel so happy for the customer, for the customer, for the character, (laughs) (laughs) or you feel really sad for the character, you know, and there's like, there's moments that you know they are they're fantastic actors and actresses and uh if anyone hasn't seen Shits creek which is s-c-h-i-t-t-s mm-hmm. i hi it's on netflix and i highly recommend it so it's about a family a very rich wealthy family but then they lose all of their money and the only thing that they've kind of got left is the fact that the father brought a town called Shits creek because he brought it because it was a funny name <laughs> and basically to get their lives back on track this is all in the first episode so i'm not ruining anything really so to get their lives back on track they need to move to this town and they're living from they're going from like living in a mansion you know like proper posh kind of place to living in a motel <laughs> a two bedroom motel and it is just it, you know and it's kind of like as you go on because i've obviously binge watched like six series which there is only six series of it so you kind of watch them as they change throughout yeah. the years of being there you know but some moments are really really beautiful some you know, moments are really really sad and and happy and you're just laughing as well at all different things so yeah i, I love it well, I'm quite, that sounds like an interesting one. It certainly does. Yeah. Sorry. Jenna, and what else have you been no, watching? No, no. 
Well, there wasn't really much else to go through. I'd seen a, uh, it's not massive, but other stuff to discuss. I've just started digging into sort of weird, obscure films, like something called Adventure of Ford Fairline, which only came about because I've been listening to episodes of Tom C. Dave, and they kept mentioning Andrew Dice Clay. So I thought I'd just find out some of the stuff he'd been in. And it was, it was a weird film. It's one of these things where it's a celebrity who is famous for, in his case, stand-up. So they just had to give him a film to try and do. And it was, it was watchable. He was some sort of weird private eye who deals in um, cases involving rock stars and things. I will not say it's the greatest film to watch because it certainly isn't. But if you want to watch a piece of sort of late 80s, 90s snapshot of somebody who was a celebrity being given a, a film at the time, that's that's one to watch. And it's it was weird, weird but interesting. And then I watched the right stuff, which was all about the, the space race, uh, okay. which was quite a long film, but a very interesting film from the 80s that they made all about the Americans going into space. That's that's one that I would definitely recommend. That, I think, was up, up and won a few Oscars. So, yeah, I definitely recommend giving that one a shot. Yeah, and actually, while we're talking about film reviews as well, just quickly, sort of little bit of admin here, sort of in a way, I suppose. But uh, me and James are taking off next week because, well, first of all, I have a salty tadpole coming to visit me. The lovely Owen Edmonds is coming to Weymouth, uh, well, specifically Portland, and uh, he's he's coming to take a few photos, not of me, of the uh, of the Portland lighthouse and uh, whatever else he takes photos of. Yeah, so I'm gonna obviously meet up with him and uh, go hang out and do whatever. Uh, that sounds going to very vague, but it is, there's no specific plan in place. It's just going to be a day by day basis. So next week we're, we're taking it off, but mm-hmm. we have actually got a Sally Lloyd Codswallop, which you and Joanne have already recorded, haven't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, you do. Yeah. You do. Should we tell them what it's about or not, not in detail, but you know what the, the program is or should we it, keep it a secret? We'll keep it a secret. We will ju- I'll just leave a little clue. Okay. Fashion is involved. Oh, fashion is involved. Mm. Oh, <laughs> fashion is involved. Yes. And we'll leave it at that. The program was also on Netflix as well, wasn't mm. it? So that might be another little clue. It might so. be. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. So don't worry, Salt Stables. We'd never leave you without anything to listen to. So we've got that lined up already. Also with a new intro as well. So, Ooh. yes. Which you, I don't know why you sound surprised because you've heard it. But <laughs> <laughs> Actually, just take a second to thank a couple of people with that as well, because I've been working on a new intro for the Celluloid Codswallop episodes just so that they're slightly different to the regular episodes, basically, so Mm. that although when people are on Podbean, they can see that the logo changes. If you're using any other app, you can't actually see that the logo changes. Definitely you can't on iTunes anyway. So we've got a new intro track for Celluloid Mm. Codswallop, and I'm quite proud of it. I quite like it. And I also want to thank Jamie Westwood and Jay Ray, and also Owen Edmonds as well, because I asked them for a little bit of feedback on it, because I just thought that, obviously I asked you, James, as well. But, yeah, 
because originally it was going to be quite long and then it's it's gone to something that's much much shorter and a little bit more profound i think so i asked them i just picked some people at random and they gave me their honest feedback and it was really useful and really helpful so just good so rather like the um the Ferrero Rocher we are spoiling the Salty Tadpoles with two different things in that episode. A new episode with a new intro. I know. How exciting. And also, mm. if anyone wants to send me for a, a Rocher, I will happily send you my address. I love yeah. the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or send me the money so I can buy them myself, whichever you prefer. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 on the other hand, will just take the money. Oh, James. I have no comment to that. I, I can see you shock and horrid. I'll, I'll accept money or Rolexes. So, yeah, whichever you want to send me, it's all good. Okay. Well, eventually you will get that Rolex. Yes. Eventually. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> you might not get it doing this podcast, but... Yes. <laughs> this is true. This is very, very true. <laughs> but you never know. A bit of sponsorship. It might work. You never know. You never know. I, I think to the hope. Yeah, I think we need to bring in a few more people, like a few more numbers, <laughs> before any of that can happen. But our listener base are amazing, so we wouldn't want to change you. We just want to grow you. That's all. Yes. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So, my stories then. Mm. Do you want the short one or the long one first? Let's go the long one first. The long one first. Okay. So a few weeks back, I it was actually one of the most stormiest of nights, and uh, it was you know, like a horror story. <laughs> I'm painting the picture here, James. I think it was fine when I went out, but then it started getting like really, really stormy and horrible. Anyway, I decided to go out for a drive. Just with regards to like me having a drive around, I tend to listen to podcasts. Sometimes I park up and listen to them and whatnot. So I did that. It wasn't too bad. You know, like it was sort of daylight still. So it was all fine. And I was listening to my podcast. And anyway, went to turn the ignition. Uh, it's happened a couple of times with my car. I just thought I put it down to the fact that, you know, I hadn't driven it masses over the fact over like lockdown and stuff like that. Mm. So I not to get crude again, but I popped to the toilet because there was a toilet up there. And, uh, you know, I, I although if anybody has joined us after last week's episode and you have subscribed, there may be another wee wee story involved in this one. <laughs> so hold on to your horses, boys or girls. <laughs> if that's your thing, yeah. And don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> so I, I kind of wandered around for a little bit usually it takes about five minutes and then it's fine i so i went back to the car after using the facilities and um and then i went to try the ignition again and unfortunately it was the noise again yes which i'm not doing it justice but you know it is that noise so I went around and I saw some because um, this was probably about half past eight. So the for the the toilets, um, the public toilets, some cleaners had turned up and they had a van. And I just asked them, I said, oh, have you got any jump leads or anything like that? It doesn't seem like my car's, you know, maybe the battery's not working. And I kind of knew it was the battery at that stage. Mm-hmm. 
and um they said no unfortunately they didn't so which you know fair enough but re- uh, big massive credit to them that they literally went around without me asking they went around and asked every single person that was there if they had any jump leads to help me which was really really sweet very kind yeah it was i was so appreciative of that and also there was like a pub just up the road as well and they stopped there to ask anybody there as well um because although it was up the road it was kind of driving distance it wasn't at this stage you know the heavens have started to open really and it wasn't walkable really so i'm there and i think oh well i'm with the rac this is obviously why i have the rac so mm-hmm. i gave them a call and they said ah okay we can get out to you but it's gonna be four hours Ooh. bearing in mind it's half past eight at this stage so i'm like shit and it's really it's beginning to because basically where i've gone is i've gone to a, quite an isolated area it's called portland bill which again you know could have taken owen's picture for him <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh okay well if it's four hours they said but because obviously being female and being on my own you know they would likely to be able to get to me a lot earlier than that so i waited and i waited <laughs> And I waited. And then, unfortunately, I started to really need the toilet. A wee. A wee, not a poo. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so basically, at this stage, it got to, I think it was about half past nine. It was absolutely pitch black because there's no street lights up there. It was raining buckets and it was really, really windy. So it was one of those awful, awful nights. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do you like how I'm painting the picture there, James? By the way, I do. It's uh, I'm, I am on the edge of my seat, <laughs> quite literally. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> there was literally no other cars in the car park apart from a person who was at one end of the car park, like the opposite end, who'd let their dogs out to go for a walk, and they were sitting in the car still. <laughs> so the dogs were just roaming around on their own. <laughs> really weird. But anyway, so I decided because I was in desperate need that I was going to go for a tinkle. Now, I'm not very good at weeing in public places, outdoors, basically, is what I mean. And uh, so, like, if you go to the forest or whatever, you probably never catch me in the bush because I'm not very good at my aim. <laughs> Bit more information there for thought I needed to know about you, but go on. Yeah, well, I mean, now you know, so that's the main thing. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm I'm trying to go to the toilet and, uh, you know, um, and eventually go in, you know, go for a wee. And the wee, oh, sorry, the wee, the wind had died down a little bit. All of a sudden, though, as I'm actually peeing, the wind flares back up and it goes all over my trousers, James. <laughs> Disgusting, but these things happen. And I was like... Oh, so I had a lovely warm, wet leg, <laughs> but, no, <laughs> but no full bladder. So that was good. That was good at least. But anyway, so I mean, I know that's a bit of a graphic part of the story, but you know, I'd been there for about an hour and a half, and I was really desperate at that point. About half hour later, I got back onto the phone with the RAC. I was getting constant updates, like uh, with regards to like text message from and you know like saying that it's going to be delayed even further and further and further and further and they said but because of the weather they'd had 
like a really bad evening in you know like because yeah. of coronavirus and whatnot blah 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 i think coronavirus is kind of used in the, as an excuse for a lot of things nowadays that it might That's not true. necessarily be but you know um so i was still waiting it got to 11 o'clock and i called up a third time and i said look i felt really really unsafe at that point mm. because it was so dark he had you know you have people sort of pulling up occasionally and you're kind of like what are they doing here <laughs> you know mm. kind of thing and they were probably doing something quite innocent or or dodgy or whatever but you know like at the same time because i was there and i was stranded i was like i felt really really uncomfortable at that point so i rang them up and they advised me to get a taxi back to my home because i was probably about seven eight miles away from home so I ordered a taxi, as they recommended, and they said that if I got back for nine o'clock the following day, then the RAC guy would be booked in to actually come to me. Okay, Which, yeah. Yeah. So, so at that point, I told you this was a long story. <laughs> so at that point... So I'm still awake, don't you worry. Still here, still here. <laughs> You're still gripped. <laughs> so anyway... Yeah. Book the, book the taxi for both returns cost me 30 quid in total for the taxis which i was like ouch that's quite expensive but there you go bonus part when i got back at nine o'clock the following day because the rac had fitted the battery for my car previously it was under warranty so that was fantastic news so that meant i didn't have Very to pay good. for the battery and then also what i did was i called up a couple of days later to sort of say about you know the fact that i had to pay the the taxi fare because my insurance covers me as well as the car and the guy recommended that if i wrote as a complaint even though i wasn't physically complaining that there might be a chance that i could get reimbursed for that taxi fare yeah so long and short of it is, is that i sent them an email you know and requested that and i did get a check for 30 pound which i need to sort of cash off now Very but good. yeah so other than weird myself it was actually quite a successful night <laughs> <laughs> well you know what can i say you know, the cloud has a silver lining i guess <laughs> or a urine covered one <laughs> well yeah something like that yeah yeah so never try and ask me to be out in public i'm not very good at it gonna be honest i don't think it's ever something i'm gonna ask you to do so <laughs> rest safe with that one you know safe safe for sure i don't think i'm ever gonna ask you to do that one that's good sorry i needed a drink after i'd said all that <laughs> so so yeah so that was a you know like obviously the experience was um a little bit scary at times but you know i survived and what I also did the following day, you know, like after I'd gone back to see the REC guy. So on a separate trip, I drove back up there as well. And for the cleaners, because they had a little cleaning cupboard, what I did was I actually posted a card underneath their door, under oh. the cleaning cupboard door, just to say thank you. Because they, they went, nice. yeah, well, yeah. And I thought that they needed to, I mean, I don't know if they got it, and I hope they did, because I didn't sort of wait around to find out if they did, you know, but I just wanted to let them know that I really, really did appreciate what all that they did for me, because they tried everything that they could. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, shorter story time now, and now this one is a much, much shorter one. As you know, my bedroom window looks out into a brick wall, which is the side of the neighbor's house. 
Yes. I, I think you knew that. Most of the soldiers tadpoles will know that as well. So quite often, this isn't a thing for people to be peeping toms or whatever, but quite often I do get changed without a, without shutting the blinds because literally there's a brick wall there. So I'm with you so far. Yeah, I just sort of done half a day's work in my pajamas. It's not uncommon. I'm sat here right now in my pajamas, so it's you know it's uh, very not uncommon these days. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so I, I thought to myself, well, I'm g- I want to go out in a bit. So obviously to go out, I'm going to get dressed. I'm I'm not quite that much of a slob. So I started to you know get undressed. And all of a sudden, I heard a noise outside of my window. And I thought, hmm, I better go and investigate that before I actually, you know, <laughs> get get undressed, mm. you know. <laughs> Walked up to the window, and <laughs> there was the window cleaner. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, because <laughs> they come unannounced. So it was kind of like, oh, my God. <laughs> He could have been the highlight of his day. <laughs> well, I mean, that's very kind of you to say, James. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I just quickly closed the blinds and uh, proceeded to get on, you know, get changed. <laughs> but I was just like, whoa, that was a close call. <laughs> so that's ending my second story of the week. That's yes, it. I mean. We, we survived the first one. I've seen leaves fall and grow back on the trees. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell you it was a long one. <laughs> you did. You did. Yeah. I can't deny that. You did say it was a long, uh, a long story. Yeah, and I do like to paint the picture, you know. So you did. It's... Well, you've done vocal visual artistry. Oh, thank you ever so much, James. That is the the biggest compliment you've ever paid me. Yeah, don't don't expect anything else. It's just. <laughs> that's the best it's gonna be (laughs) i've learned a long time ago never to expect anything (laughs) see the trick is as long as you keep your expectations low all will be well i know you're kind of joking but that's kind of how i do really live life (laughs) Uh, i get it i totally get it yeah (laughs) it is much easier so shall we get on to our listener question of the week yep our STI section of the podcast. Yep. Yep. Itch, itch. <laughs> so this week we had a post already from Graham Arnold, but uh, I just decided that this was going to be the topic of the week, basically. So the question is, whose poster was on your bedroom wall when you were a teenager? Ooh. We have had an astounding amount and i'm not i'm actually emphasizing astounding amount of responses to this so james is gonna kindly help me with some of those so Mm. do you want to do some of the facebook ones now yes uh well i'll power through all the facebook ones so Uh, can you see all of the the shared ones as well then i can see the ones that were listed as announcements i've got 13 no uh, there's many more than that okay that's fine you carry on with the 13 then and uh i'll do the the shared ones so owen edmonds has put a gif of i'm assuming iron maiden iron, iron maiden. maiden iron maiden yeah that is iron maiden that's on <laughs> uh bridget fork has put john taylor from duran duran Kay bruno has got einstein the beatles and gloria steinem 
Bex. Thomas has got JTT. I have no idea who they are. Uh, the Backstreet Boys and Five. Hold on. JTT. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. So, Bex, you'll have to illuminate that for us. Tracy Baker has got put A1, had the huge Ben poster on the back of my bedroom door. I don't know who that is either. Oh, <laughs> come on. A1. I mean, they were they were one of the best boy bands ever, James. Come on. <laughs> you do know that I obviously never listened to boy bands, but I'll take your word for that. I uh, mean, I stopped, I stopped listening when I was 12. So, you know, come on. <laughs> I, I, I never listened to boy bands. Who is A1? Someone will have to tell me. You can Google it. <laughs> Sean Moon, the spy skills, then a drastic sudden change to Marilyn Manson. That is a drastic change. Uh, Cal Osborne, the late great Ali. Yeah, that's uh, my cousin. So thank you ever so much, Carl. <laughs> uh, somebody called Gemma Williams, don't have a clue. She has put, never had posters on my wall, but the teenage years, it would have been Slipknot Corner, Lincoln Park. And she put another weird post on there, whoever this woman is. This is P.S. I think I'm going to use this as a subject <laughs> on this week's recording. Well, you know, whoever you are, Gemma Williams, you know, congratulations uh, for, for recording something. And somebody called Graham Arnold has put a, a gif up that says to Je- this Gemma Williams that says, do it. So whoever these unknown people are, you know, best of luck to you. Lucy Kate put you and McGregor and Chelsea players. Graham Arnold has put Lady Death and Red Sonia. Comic books, I think. It's, I think. Are they comics? Lady Death and Red Sonia. I think they're comics. Uh, and B. Jansen has put Corn, Custard. I'm assuming this isn't like a uh, some sort of strange foodies crane. I do know Corn is. I don't know what Custard is. Uh, Jim Morrison, Orgy. I, I know what that is, but I don't know what he's referring to. Oh. not. Yeah, just going back to orgy. Come on now, you would have heard Blue Monday. Yes, I know. How do I feel? I know. I know who. Yeah. Okay. Slipknot, Fear Factory, Less Than Jake, The Ataris. I've literally no idea how these people are. The Whitlams, Spine Shank, and so much more. Even had a massive Sex Hungry Sumos poster and was in that band. Very good, Beach. You've educated slash confused me. More confusion than education, but you know, it's all good. It's all good. But also, on a separate note, Beach, I knew pretty much all of those bands. So you know, you've you've uh, confused him, but don't be worried that you've confused him. Who was on your wall, James? That's a very good question. <laughs> Uh, well, I kind of like already answered that question by sticking up a little emoji, which was uh, <laughs> Pamela uh, Anderson. Well, yeah, Pamela Anderson, basically. Yeah. When I was younger, it was like, you know, a, a kid going into a teenager. It was um, a mixture of things like film posters that I ended up getting framed. There was like Star Trek and Bond. And then there was Pamela Anderson uh, and other uh, Terry Hatcher and people. And then when I went off to live on my own at college and university. Uh, it looked like I basically was some sort of strange publishing agent for FHM. <laughs> and like I was getting, it looked like I was getting the early publishing stuff because I just had FHM posters everywhere. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> okay, so further entries on Facebook as well are from Mike McNulty, who said, Shaq. Kenny Jeffrey Jr. 
or Jeffrey Jr. I'm not sure if that's right. And Ken, Ken Giffy, that's Ken Griffey Jr. That's baseball, I think. Ah, okay. Thank you. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, who I know is a wrestler. Uh, he's also put, I think I had a Sopranos poster in my bedroom at some point too. Dylan Williams, great last name, Dylan. <laughs> Tyra Banks and the movie poster from The Devil's Advocate. Trevor Smith. I had a Mortal Kombat 2 video game poster, a Street Fighter 2 poster, and a No Limit slash Master P poster. So I'm not sure what the last two are, but that sounds really cool anyway. Yeah, just because we don't know doesn't mean it's not cool. <laughs> it could be the entire opposite. It could be the coolest thing known to man, but we don't yeah. know what it is. So. It's to be honest, James, it's more than likely that's going to be the case anyway, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so Samantha Lynn Hobbs. God, so many laugh out loud. Lots of Alkaline Trio, uh, which were one of my favourite bands as well. And plenty of hangers on from when I was 12. My Chemical Romance, Simple Plan and Green Day etc me and her then got into quite a good conversation about music which i don't need to go into but you know it's the fact that we were then discussing green day and alkaline trio and uh both very very good bands so cool brie thomas she has said early teens equals nsync so much nsync you couldn't even see what the color of the walls were because there wasn't an inch that wasn't covered by Justin <laughs> and the rest of the gang. Older, te- <laughs> older teens, it was mostly Blink-182, Newfound Glory and Fallout Boy, which again, amazing. Also NSYNC as well. They were pretty good. And I've also met Joey Fatone as well, who is lovely. <sighs> lovely. <laughs> my only knowledge of him is again listen to tell him steve dave and yeah. i think he's where's the, the beef guy or what no where's the veal no well yeah but he's um he's got a restaurant called fat one hasn't he because ah. it's called for tone so he's gone fat one instead which is obviously nice. his his surname yeah and i met him in well, the last couple of years, really, because I was actually on the Impre- Impractical Jokers cruise and he was on board. So, Excellent. yeah, it was so nice meeting him that I I didn't realise that I had. But I was doing like a selfie picture and I'd put it on for like 10 seconds. And he was like, oh my God, this is so long. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I just wanted to hug you for longer. <laughs> we both laughed. <laughs> 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 okay so ryan williams again amazing surname i i wonder if all of these people are related to me james probably uh, in some distant you know thing yeah there'll be some sort of genetic link oh that would be cool wouldn't it does that mean then that i'm related to robbie williams right i mean i have extreme sympathy for you if you are but yeah possibly in some strange strange manner yes some strange well? genetic offshoot (laughs) well there we go i need to look into it okay so ryan williams says i had a bunch of comic posters like spider-man hulk batman etc one year i was briefly into sports so i had a san francisco a san francisco's giant poster up at giants sorry giants poster up <laughs> I, I balls it up brian i'm so sorry <laughs> i think we can definitely get behind the geek side of things can't we 
it's painting a very interesting picture for our listener base. Yes, that's what I was thinking as well as I was reading them. I may have to skip a couple only because okay. there are so many responses. Oh, I have to say this one. Jason, I'm so sorry, Jason, if I'm going to say your surname wrong, but I think it's Ueka, which is U-E-C-K-E-R. I'd say that was Ueka. Yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah? feasible. Okay. So his response was, your mum. Someone had to say it. <laughs> good choice (laughs) and ryan cullop i had a wall-sized taxi driver poster next to george carlin and the beastie boys plus various punk rock bands almost forgot buckwheat i like it very eclectic what's the last one buckwheat buckwheat was a comedy character i think Ah. it's a Buckwheat's to do with comedy, I know that. We'll have okay. to exercise my slight lack of knowledge. Let me just quickly check if I have got it right. Great. All I'm being offered is food, because buckwheat is a food. <laughs> it was a giant bit of food, that one. <laughs> just, just the uh, the buckwheat, a giant poster of that would be, uh, I think, I'm pretty sure buckwheat was either an actor or a character. Eddie Murphy character. Uh, okay. Oh, yes, okay. I was right. Yeah, buckwheat, Eddie Murphy character. I was right, yeah. okay and the last few ones well from the facebook group is bob christian one wall was completely covered by magazine pictures and posters of nirvana and kurt cobain the other posters were fmh's world's sexiest women two years in a row back to back still top of my list can you guess who it was uh FHM uh Jordan No world's sexiest woman oh, yeah Oh right world's sexiest woman uh pass Okay it's Gillian Anderson Really two years in a row I mean she's good but I didn't know she'd won two years in a row but you know there you that's go. pretty cool And what was the other one Nirvana Kirk Bain and Nirvana yeah You don't want to lose your head over that one so Oh Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm going to hell for that one, aren't I? <laughs> no, you, you don't deserve to go to hell for that. Because, <laughs> you know, the good music plays in hell. <laughs> You're just going to go to some sort of place in between. Purgatory. Purgatory. Basically, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to have to listen to that joke over and over and over again. <laughs> and I just go, hey, it's beautiful. It's my joke. It's all good. <laughs> Until like the hundredth time, and it's like, oh, man. <laughs> Daniel Meyer says, Typo Negative, which is a band, Cradle of Filth, Liv Tyler, and Alison Hannigan. Okay. Yeah, very good calls. My niece responded, and her name is Hannah Williams, and she really is related to me. (laughs) Every single Kerrang! poster, like, ever. I will read this conversation with you very quickly. I'm glad that I was uh, such a good influence on you. And then she's put, for sure. I won't remind you of the One Direction and Justin Bieber obsessions, though. (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> she used to love One Direction and Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
and i think that's it for facebook so thank you ever so much for facebook like i said if we didn't get to yours it's not because we didn't like it it's just purely and simply because there was so many responses that otherwise we're going to be sat here for ages like reading them all but every single response was truly amazing so just a couple more now so we have got luke perry from sherry sparks on instagram Mm -hmm. yes and hipster wiccan has responded with melissa joan hart jew barrymore and the tennis player scratching her ass (laughs) (laughs) very old one yeah yeah everyone knows that one colin mags he's written Jimi hendrix bob marley and doro pesce i don't know that is d-o-r-o and then P-E-S-C-H. So I'm not sure who that is. Sorry. To name a few, the posters covered the wall. Mostly were rock and metal related. And Ben from BS3 Radio has written Michael Jordan. Jay Ray from no podcast anymore because he's just taken a break from podcasting. But he's still, you know, an active listener, hopefully. So that's good. <laughs> he's written the Clashes London Calling and Christy Brinkley. Oh, good choice. Yeah. Two Girls on a Bench podcast has written Bono and the Phantom of the Opera. Eclectic. Yeah, I like it. Eclectic. <laughs> Colin Mags has also written that uh, he had a magic eye poster that was up on the wall, uh, but it was on his brother's side of the bedroom, but he could never see what it was actually supposed to be. Never saw the sailboat. No, I did then send a gif of like the sailboat (laughs) from Mulrats. (laughs) Josh Button has written Patrick Ewan, Michael Jordan, John Starks, Carl Malone and Sean Kemp. I'm guessing they're sports related. I have no idea who these people are, but if it worked for you. Well, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. I know, yeah, I know that is, but yeah. Melissa has written New Kids on the Block and uh, that she has to send us photos. And Jennifer Stewart, I feel so boring. I never had any, but I did have some really crappy art up on the walls. So, bless her. I personally wasn't allowed to put, like as we said, I wasn't allowed to actually put up any pictures as well because it was always being painted. So it's a right pain in the ass, but there uh, you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we got a lady called Stacy who's got... Ben from A1 again. So he obviously was very popular. And we're going to end this one because there are, again, there's loads more. But there, yeah, this is the last one that I'm going to end with, which is the Cabinet of Doctor Mysteries. I think it is because it's got the dot, dot, dot. So I don't know exactly. But he's written Jesus. But then he's also written, he's also put up the Jesus from Dogma. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the I realised that. Christ. 
Somebody Christ, yeah. So I realised that after I actually laughed, I didn't explain why I laughed, but there you go. <laughs> oh, James, well, do you want to give me a break from reading for a few minutes? Because I think people could probably tell that I struggled towards the end there. <laughs> Did you want to do Story of the Week? Yes, I have found a story that is after my own heart that is in the paper, so... Okay. So a meat-loving dad demands his daughter pack bags and get out after finding Quan in the freezer. <gasps> after a recent bout of food poisoning, bad food poisoning, in fact, from chicken, Hollywood all from North Yorkshire was totally put off the idea of eating meat. She decided to try her hand at becoming a pescatarian and headed to the shops to pit stock up on some Quan. However, her meat-loving dad was horrified to find packets of the meat substitute in his freezer at home and got to work scheming up a cruel prank. <laughs> Paul Woodall sent his daughter a message telling her to pack her things and get out of his house, branding Quad the vilest thing he's ever tasted. <laughs> the 50-year-old Big Beef fan went on to tell her, being gay is fine, no problem being a little cow most of your life, I can live with that. <laughs> but his daughter giving up meat for this alternative. <laughs> Bar manager Holly, 34 admits she originally panicked as she only saw the first text telling her to get packing. <laughs> <laughs> However, was eventually left in hysterics when the picture of the corn loaded and she realized it was a joke. Seeing the funny side, she decided to take Claire's photos for putting the Quan products into a suitcase and heading out of her family home. Another snap showed her dad looking disgusted as he held up the veggie products. Speaking about the whole thing, Paul, a retired mechanical engineer, said, I'm a meat lover and a big beef fan. I like my steak and my joints. Somebody gave me Quan years ago and I thought it was the vilest thing I'd ever tasted and haven't touched it since. It might have improved by now, but I'm still not going to eat it. <laughs> she knows I hate anything like that or substitute stuff because everything I buy is fresh. I don't buy anything frozen and like everything natural. We're a very close family and I just make light of everything as I like to see them smile. We like this all the time anyways. It doesn't matter what it is. I just thought it would be funny if I sent her that and she seems to have gone crazy. And I've carried it on for a bit. It's all lighthearted and we have a good laugh these things. And as usual, oh no, there's more. No, Holly Hello? shared the text received from her dad on Facebook, and her friends were left cracking up over them. So she added, "The Wi-Fi was bad, and the first picture didn't load. So all I saw was pack your things and leave immediately." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And then it loaded. And I was just in hysterics. As soon as he sent me, I screenshotted it and posted it because I thought it was hilarious. I was just sat at work howling. Well, like a duck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my dad is just a joker and takes the mick out of me for everything. We're always winding each other up and stuff. I've been dieting since November and lost over two stone. I've been finding ways hey. to get more protein. There isn't meat as I'm trying to get into being vegan. My dad doesn't understand all that and he's old school and just takes the mick. Yeah, I had something until she put she was a vegan. So to a dad, yeah, please, you know, change those locks. <laughs> well also well done to her for losing no, two stone as yeah, well so serious. that's really really good that's off to her it's good yeah, <laughs> yeah that, did, that did make me laugh yeah yeah I mean, the vegan part slightly you know made my soul shiver but yeah good stuff <laughs> the right stuff 
<laughs> I think somebody in the chat actually put New Kids on the Blocks, you know, with regards to the posters. So uh, that's one of their songs. So just so you know, to end the episode, ironically, mine is also food related. Ooh. Yeah. So couple find out absolutely gorgeous pate they were eating was cat food. <laughs> mm. I can see how that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> and also, there's reference to howling in this as well. So we almost have the same story here, James. <laughs> a mum howled with laughter. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> After her elderly parents asked her to buy some more uh, more gorgeous pate, only to discover that they'd eaten a tin of cat food. Angela Holway Holloway, sorry, has been shopping for her mum, Margaret Lincoln, and stepdad, Donald Lincoln, throughout the coronavirus, but usually separates the pet food from the rest of the shopping. That meant the 59-year-old couple was confused last week when her mum told her that she'd eaten some lo- really lovely dinner of absolutely gorgeous pate and baked bread. <laughs> the Sheffield couple, who now live in France, were eating with Angela's sister, Beverly Weston. But no one had noticed the cat on the packaging. <laughs> and they struggled to read as it was in French labelling. <laughs> 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 okay so that's you know that's not too bad then in that way upholsterer angela said that when 80 rob margaret showed her the tin <laughs> which they had finished off completely she burst into laughter <laughs> the family moved to france in 2015 and admit reading the french labels can still prove tricky though angela thought the feline picture on the tin was probably enough of a giveaway. (laughs) She said, honestly, I nearly wet myself. I was absolutely howling with laughter. (laughs) My mum started laughing. Then my sister started laughing. My sides were splitting. My mouth was hurting. I was laughing that much. (laughs) None of the trio became ill from eating the tuna-based food which was meant for their cat, Aggie. (laughs) (laughs) Though Margaret and Beverly, 56, saw the funny side, 95-year-old stepdad Donald was less amused. She said, his face was aghast. He jokingly said, what are you doing? Are you trying to poison me? I sound nothing like a man there, obviously, but there you go. My mum had absolute astonishment on her face and because i was laughing she just wanted to laugh as well it's like oh my god mum what have you done so i don't think she even realized what she'd done at that point <laughs> she said she really enjoyed it it was really lovely <laughs> so, angela said that she can no longer buy meat and cheese products from the uk including her parents favorite shipman's paste though i guess that's a brand but you know we we all know that it's a patty type brand isn't it and is on the hunt for good alternatives she added obviously living in france is quite hard we kind of have to work out what something is and i do try to split it up for her that's the cat food (laughs) that's the dog food 
and things like that before it all gets a little bit cockeyed. So basically, the moral of the story is always look at the picture of the tin. So there is a little bit more, but I couldn't be asked to read that. I mean, I don't know why they're complaining too much. I mean, it'll give them, you know, a nice glossy coat and uh, <laughs> nice strong teeth, I'm sure. But I would also add, you're in France. You know, that will they'll have some of the greatest pate you could ever possibly eat and they want to get shipments paste in. Oh dear. <laughs> I was I was thinking that, but then you know, like as I experienced earlier this week as well, that because uh, I had garlic for the first time, as I told you, James, and I was not very well. And yep. uh yeah, it really hurt my stomach. So, you know, I also noticed that um, in pate there's a lot of garlic. And I imagine in France that there really would be. I always just assume that France definitely has uh, garlic in everything. So, you know, sorry if I'm being stereotypical there, but, you know, whatever. But (laughs) maybe it's just that they prefer their own brand. It's certainly possible. Yeah. But yeah, I I think they should keep eating the cat food. I used to work with a chap who, when he was at university and had no money, they used to buy, I mean, it is disgusting, but it proves it's you'll survive. He used to buy and cook dog food. Oh my God. It showed to eat because it was the cheapest thing. So it proves you can eat these things and survive. I think there's going to be a level of things that you can probably eat. Because, I mean, it's only like having haggis or whatever. Because it's only like the, I know it sounds grim, but it's only like the leftover bits, isn't it, really? But the only problem you get with, uh, as I understand, with pet food is the fact that it doesn't go through the same sort of stringent health checks as humans' food. <laughs> so oh, there's things okay. in it that you can't really eat as a human. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you shouldn't eat. Let's be honest, we're talking about levels of food processing where it's uh, sort of thing that would not pass the uh, the health inspection for a human being. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe it's like war times, though. They didn't have yeah. health and safety in those days, did they? And they all survived. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say a bunch of pussies, but it sounds like a really bad joke. So <laughs> on to the next one. There is no next one. That is it. Right. In that case, then, James, if you've got nothing else, then i'm afraid you haven't okay no well that's all right that's okay we're we're giving good content in this episode so i think i think they've had enough um if they haven't had enough they can go back and listen to our other episodes you know so correct Correct. yeah (laughs) one thing that we never do actually james is uh let people know where to follow us and stuff like that so you know once you're subscribed to the podcast and uh you know subscribe to the podcast pretty please so if you're listening to this and you haven't pressed the button push the button push the button and let us know <laughs> we are basically on social media at cod's wallet pod for all of the platforms so instagram facebook and twitter and we all individually kind of run an account but i kind of overlook all of them but you know still you know you're the the main poster for the episode aren't you on uh I Facebook. do my best, yeah. Yep, yeah, I yeah. do my best. Graham bombards it with gifts and memes, and uh, <laughs> we may have to have a quick word with him and say, ease up a little bit, Graham. <laughs> you could have laughed as well, James, and now it doesn't sound like a joke. <laughs> well, you know, I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> oh, obviously, James, I've hit a nerve there, and James actually believes what I've said. <laughs> so in that case then james i'm going to dig us out of the hole i think we've been talking enough cod's wallet this week i have been Gemma, 
I am still James. <laughs>